The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I got to deal with you. <laughs> he does that, bro. He gets you all fired up and then i got to deal with the i know man fired up. <laughs> yeah i know man yeah good afternoon know. good morning to you big sales barrett brooks here on the middle and xander starting to fight starting to fight with dan getting them all fired up and then he you know he, he comes on with me now now i gotta put the fire out i gotta calm <laughs> you down a little bit you yeah. know hey he's so philly this guy's got <laughs> the face of philly on his head this is what he says to me all the time. And this is why, hey, see, when you do sports talk, like around the country, like I have, Barrett, from Los Angeles to Tampa to Dallas and all these places that I've done over the years, you get snowflake areas and then you get people that do this. Let me finish my point. Right. Okay, and you're like, uh, see, that's kind of like where I'm from. And I appreciate that. And I love that. Okay. I right, mean, right, I love right. that. You know, that whole, that whole, that whole, like, you know, that, that whole up 95, you know, right there from, from from Jersey to Philly yeah. to to New York to yeah. Connecticut, it's all yeah. the same, man. It's oh all man, the same. everything, absolutely, man. We're 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 on the same lawn. Yep. Tell I me, mean, taxes high. You know, you pissed off because tax high, oh, yeah. and 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 you know, traffic is 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 a is a bitch too. So you know, it, it's it's that's what it is. That's exactly what it is, man. If you live anywhere near ninety five, man, you're in my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I lived off exit seven, so man, I just right. so you know, man, I'm off exit seven. I take a right. By the way. Okay, when you get off my exit in Connecticut, you go exit seven, you look to the left, there's the WWE right. uh, headquarters. Yeah, yeah. And then you go right down the street. Down there's a La Quinta. Where all the paisans live, thank right. you very much. Okay, and all the water. <laughs> there's a La Quinta right there. there. That's Scoongeely and all <laughs> that around there in that area. We're good, man. And you know what? Is there's a there's a La Quinta, a La Quinta, whatever yes. hotel right there. Yeah, I'm, right there, right. It used to be a Hotel Six. I used to get hammered in that thing <laughs> when we used to have high school parties. Oh my I, god, it, it, it was for the ladies of the night back in the day until Vince got in there and fixed it. So that's all I know, man. So yeah, you take a right, right off the exit there, man. I live right down that. Hogan used to live. Right on that street, he had a condo on that street. My grandfather and I used to drive by. Look at there's Hogan. My grandfather loved Hulk Hogan, man. Oh, by the way, I want to start the show off by giving condolences to my dear friend Scott Hall, who was also known as Razor Ramon, the bad guy. My wife and I knew him very well. We lived in Orlando. He used to train with us, and man, what a great heel he was he was such a great heel and he told me a story he goes yeah man they found i go how did they find you he goes well i was a bouncer at the dollhouse um in orlando and i shot a guy because i was having an affair with his i was like what right right <laughs> and i i was like yeah yeah i got off though and i'm like obviously <laughs> he's like Man, but he was such a good dude. We used to work out all the time, and I guess they pulled him off life support, man. That was really tough yesterday, and a bunch of my friends. My condolences, bro. My condolences. Yeah, man. He was a super dude, man. I knew him very well. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. 
All right. Before we get into, obviously, the topic of the day, and I see people wanting me to throw out my comment that I made on on Twitter about um, uh, Deshaun Watson meeting with the Eagles today. I'll get to that here in a second. But first off, Hassan Reddick signing with the Eagles. Your thoughts on it, Barry? Oh, this this is the best thing since sliced bread. We finally have a linebacker um, in the house. Now, albeit he's a he's a he's a uh, not necessarily a tweener, but he's a he's a jack of all trades. He um, he does a lot. And what makes him good for this system that he's going to replace a guy that, you know, played a lot for for the Eagles last year in that type of role that he's in. Um, He's more of a guy that's going on on rushing. I mean, on pass rushing down third down. He comes in. Jannard Avery was what they tried to make him. They tried to make him Hassan Reddick rush when they had to rush on third down, but play the Sam linebacker on regular down. And Hassan Reddick can do that. So it's perfect to bring him in, a guy that's a double-digit sack guy. For the last two years, he's had over 11 sacks, 12 and 12 the year before that, before this year. So he has the pass rushing capabilities to be, you know, a vital piece in this defense to get things going in the right direction. This is a great free agent um, signing. And plus, he's coming back home, a local kid right across the bridge from Philly and Camden. You know, went to a, a lot of different high schools, but he actually walked on to Temple squad because he was hurt the year before. He was hurt his last year in high school. So he walked on to Temple and look at the career he's having now. It's like his sixth year, and he just signs a contract, $45 million, 30 guaranteed, can make up to $49.5 million. I say this is a great sign of him. Great job. I got to pat him on the back again. I mean, I bet you his back's getting sore right now because he's, 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 he's turning the dial. He's turning it up right now. He's turning it up. How about this, Barrett? I, I look at him like a cross between Brewski and uh, Mike Vrabel when they were playing back in the day. Yep. yep. You, he, there's, they're versatile, right? They can stand up in a three technique. You could keep him on the field on four downs or three downs. You know what yep. I'm saying? Exactly. You don't exactly. want to take certain dudes that are specialized um, off the field. Like you're a third down pass rusher. You don't want, you want to be able. And now, guys, today that play, you have to have that versatility, especially on the perimeter. Because they're doing that new wide nine thing. And when you have a wide nine, you could be covering a tight end out of the backfield. You could be rushing the passer. And a guy like this, I said it was a super solid deal because what you're getting is you're getting a guy that you can plug into a 34-43 look. And you're getting a guy that the most important thing here with this, Barrett, is that is productive. And he's a productive guy. And you see the numbers. You see what he's done, I think, plus 20 sacks over the last two years. Yep. You're yep. talking about a guy who produces and puts up big numbers, too. So, again, for a team that was 31st in sacks that needs to get people on the ground, it really is a good sign. Right. And and with the league going into 11 personnel, 11 personnel being one running back, one tight end, you're going to be in your sub front for the most parts, which is um, for the Eagles is four down linemen, two linebackers. Well, you could keep that third linebacker on the field, but put a pass rusher in and leave him at the pass rush position and 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 get that, you know, get that pass rush off the outside. So that's somebody that's going to compliment Brandon Graham coming off the edge. And I told you what Brandon Graham was. He was a guy that almost got there, should have, could have, would have got there, but always at the last minute they would throw it. Well, when you have a productive pass rusher there, that's going to leave him a lot of times one-on-one against a tackle. And I'll bet money all day that he can beat just about any tackle in the league, Brandon Graham can. So it's only going to help 
um, you know, both sides of the rush with, with him, with both those guys being out there now. Okay, Xander, do me a favor. Please put wealthy mind up. <laughs> Big Seals, you're getting a lot of love from Big Eagles content creators on YouTube. They've been referencing you on Jacob videos. I'm going to tell you why, Barrett. Because today the Eagles are having conversations with the Houston Texans. I have found that out. I'm friends with Nick Casario. I'm not telling you that Nick said that to me. But there's conversations back and forth. Now, whatever you want to fill into the, the lines in between, all I said was they're having conversations. You can make that into anything. I just watched. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You know, is Deshaun having those conversations or is it just the Texans having a conversation? It's the Texans and the Eagles. Oh, okay. Texans and the Eagles. Deshaun's not going to visit them then. No, not yet. No, they're okay, having conversations. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Cool. That's they're, they're, I, having, they're having conversations about Deshaun Watson. Why wouldn't you? Common sense. The right. Eagles have the most, most gold in the room. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm not breaking news here. Right, it's right, right. It's not any news. And by the way, I want to show you something else here. How about the Houston Texans? If John McClain, who I had on yesterday, John McClain, you should have heard this interview, man. He basically came out and said it's only Saints and Carolina. And I said, why would you be talking to a team that's $60 million over the cap as of last week? I know they got the number down. They have no cap. I mean, they have no trading collateral. And why would you be talking to Carolina? They have no trading ca uh, capital. Why are you talking to them? You can offer them nothing. And his, his contention was, well, he handles and he controls the narrative. No, he doesn't because you know why? The NFL hasn't suspended him yet. If right. I were the Texans and this guy came in and said, I'm not going anywhere, then guess what? You're not going anywhere. They right. owe you, dude. <laughs> they could suspend you without pay not have you on the field and suspend you until you come to your senses here. Yep. You know, this. I think this has the chance to get ugly, okay? If Deshaun is really going like this, I only want to play in uh, New Orleans or I only want to play in Carolina, I'm the Texans. I'm not doing business with people. Who, I'm not giving this dude away. John McClain made it sound like the Texans are in a position where they have to give him away. And from what I heard yesterday, by the way, I'm going to show you something. I just showed Xander this. And so all of you, I almost said it, DHs, Xander, or I showed Xander this. Barrett, <clears throat> I haven't added anything here. Here's, who, here's who's coming on the show next week. I want to show you this. I can't really see it. Okay. Uh, Merrill Reese. He's coming on today. Bruce Arians. Frank Wright? I talked to Frank Wright. <laughs> you know what Frank Wright said? What's that? The Texans denied the Colts the ability to talk to Deshaun. What? Well, I mean, it, that makes sense, though. But wait, but wait. I'm under the impression that there's only two teams. Right. According to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle yesterday, that's not what Frank said. Right, right. They the Colts were right. denied? Yeah. That's the head freaking coach of the Colts telling me, not some old man reporter in Houston. Okay? See, that's, that, that's huge. I right asked there. Bruce Arians, did you contact Houston for Deshaun? You know what he said? What's that? Yeah. 
And by the way, you know why I'm getting Bruce on next week? So everyone out there, my sources are the head freaking coaches of teams, not some dude in the media. Right, right, right. So when I say something, guys, I'm talking to head coaches. People that know, that are in the know. People that can go thumbs up and thumbs down like Caesar. Well, you look at um, you look, I mean, even look at Jalen. You know, and I mean, I know social media is social media, but to these young kids, social media means a lot more than what you know what people are thinking. And, and he has taken all references of of him being in his in his in his bio, the um, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, out of the description. He's taken so it out he of the description. Deep get, in my opinion, they told him they're talking to him. Oh, no question. It's no question. They're being transparent. The same way that Andy Reid was transparent with Alex Smith in Kansas City when they were going after and recruiting Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. They, they're being transparent. Right. That's all you want as a player. Let me know where I'm at. Well, hey, I mean, I'd rather you lie for me than lie to me. You know, let me know what's going on. Because that way I don't, I don't get, you know, you know, Blasted from the side, you know what I'm saying, on a, on a block I can't see. Let me know what's going on so I can adjust. You know, don't think that, you know, Jalen's not a critical piece in these negotiations. He's got to know, you know, right now that he's got to start packing up his 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 his, uh, his condo, wherever he's staying in right now, putting his house on the market right now. Because at this point, if they're this far and he's done that so much to take that off, that kind of means that he knows that the writing's on the wall. They're going in a different direction. I'm just telling you, dude. I mean, if you think that I freaking make this shit up, I'm not a reporter. Hey, Barrett, I'm not a reporter. Right. I'm not a media guy. Okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an entertainer. I've always <laughs> looked at myself as that. I've never, don't ever call me a journalist because to me, that's code for asshole. Okay. I am not a journalist. I uh, have you know an opinion. See, see, um, that my captain said that yesterday. He's not, he's not really a a a guy that you know that's a host. He's he's actually just an entertainer. He just yep. he just says whatever's on his mind. Yep. <laughs> and that's what's gotten me in too much trouble in the right, past. Right, right, right. And then in that same breath, I said that I had to sit on my credit card information so I could pay um on my docking fees. Hey, did you take care of that? Can you send me the receipts, please, Tony? You know what I'm saying? You just you just took a whole bunch of money from me. you. Could at least send me the receipt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask you then. Okay, here, look. So now, also, here's the reports. He's he's meeting with the Browns today, and and Xander asked a great question. You think he really wants to go to Cleveland? No, he's trying to create a market. No question. Okay, no question. Yep. he's trying to create a market. So when you hear a guy like John McClain go, it's only New Orleans and Carolina. So why would I do that? Watch this, Barrett. I told someone this when I'm going to sell my car. Well, dude, if there's two dudes in the room and you're selling me your Ferrari, I'm going to offer you a thousand bucks. And the (laughs) guy, and and he goes, a thousand bucks. Well, let's see if he beats it. Right. (laughs) I can outbid myself. I'm like, okay, well, here's 5,000. Okay. Here's 5,500. Okay, now if I got 70 guys in the building, I'm going to go like this. Here's 10 grand. I'm going to start somewhere up there higher because there's it's more of a market. Right. You're not going to sit uh, if the the less the teams, the less you're going to get back in return if you're the Texans. 
So there's got to be a compromise. Don't let these idiotic... Like I said, Barrett, I watched a show today where somebody came up with this fabricated story that Brady wanted to play in San Fran. I talked to Bruce Arians last night. Complete lie. Right, right. Get this. Brady went... I'll say it. Brady went to the Bucks on Monday. They knew Monday. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to tell you they why. They knew Monday that Brady... Last Monday... Oh, last Monday. They knew last Monday, Brady, because Arians came out and went, hey, how much would you trade Tom Brady for to San Francisco? He goes, five ones. And after that, Brady called them. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, look, Sanders said they said that publicly yesterday, that Brady was talking to them for a while about it. Good. Let's see. Look at this. Because I thought I un- unzipped a little bit of Bruce there. I um I knew it was a lie because I know Bruce. I'm very close with Bruce. Me and Bruce, I play. I was I was there. He was I was with Bruce Arians. Uh, That's right in Pittsburgh. He was your OC, and he was he was the OC in Cleveland, and he was the OC in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? So me and Bruce, me and Bruce are like this. Yeah, he was there with Butch. Yeah. Holy shit! That's where I first met Bruce. The only reason he's not on today is because his his mom's ninety seventh birthday is this week. Oh, okay. okay. Or I would, or I, or I would have had him. I know him a long time. He nominated me for the Florida Sports Hall of Fame too. Oh, get out of here! Oh, uh, yeah, man. He's he's a dear friend. I love the guy to death. No, no. Let me let me he's throw. Got more, he's got more swag than I do. You no know what no way. <laughs> he's got more oh, swag yeah, than hey, I do, man. You got he's... one thing I'll never have. Twelve. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What's the that? Twelve. Okay. But I'm talking about Bruce. Bruce is smooth, man. I'm telling you, he got more soul than me, man. Barrett, I don't give a shit. I want 12. I want that 12. (laughs) I want that number. I'm jealous of you. I want you to know that, that I'm jealous of you, number 12, okay? But, bro, it didn't make a difference because I didn't have a a Corvette in college. I I rode a scooter. A Honda Elite 250 scooter, bro. Hey, man. Now, that's true. I'll tell you what. I took a pay cut leaving college. Right, right. (laughs) Hey, that's true. All right. Is it troubling that there's no noise out of Philly concerning Watson. Are you concerned with that? Or do no, you absolutely not. I know you know the process. Yes. What it is is they always do that. I mean, you're gonna are you gonna let you know everybody know that you're we are everybody already knows that you're in the sweepstakes form and you hold the golden ticket. You you you're that guy. You, we know that you have the most to offer this team. You're not gonna go out there before everything starts happening and, and right, throw a number, just like you said. If you're bidding, you're not going to bid against yourself and, and 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 raise the price before you even know what the price is. So they're sitting back there being quiet about it. You know, nobody knew that they were talking to Hassan Reddit. Nobody knew that they were, you know, they, you know what they were doing as far as bringing in guys. Really, Bear? Where did that name come from? It just right. parachuted in. Right. I mean, when they got Alshon, nobody knew they was going to talk to, to Alshon or Timmy Jernigan. At the time, Alshon Jeffrey was the number one wide receiver um, prospect as far as, you know, free agents that year. Just came off a, of, you know, a pretty down year. He didn't have a 1,000 yards. But the year before that, four years before that, he had a 1,000 yards. He was the number one guy out there. And nobody had a clue that the Eagles could even afford him or talk to him. And bam, they signed him. So you never you never know what the big deal. You never know what he's doing because at this point, you you, you don't want to bid against everybody. You want You just want to sit back, let everything fall where it is, and then drop the hammer and bring it on home, man. That's the smart way of doing things. I want to play a game with you here. I'm going to show you something here. 
wanted to do this yesterday. But I'm going to play a game, and I'm going to show you the value of Deshaun Watson right now versus the league, okay? I'm going to play a game here. What was the topic I wrote down here? Watson versus the field. I'm going to show you where this guy is. Let's let's just take a look at the quarterbacks in the game today. Would you rather have Deshaun or Josh Allen? Deshaun or Josh Allen? Hmm. Right now, I mean, Josh Allen's hot right now. I would have, I would, I'd rather say I'd want Josh Allen because he just, he just turned the, turned everything upside down, man. Okay, Buffalo, Buffalo, Allen. Okay, um, Mac Jones or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Okay. Um. Tua took a Viola, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Jets, come on, Zach Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. I'll go Mahomes on that. Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson. Ooh, that's tough. Hmm. I would go Her- Herbert. I would I would go Herbert. You'd go Herbert here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Herbert there. Okay. Um Herbert. Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Why do you say that? Uh just the just the upside, him being younger. I mean, him being younger, him another year in the league, but still no wear and tear on his body. His body's healed right now. He's gonna come out ready to fire, and um, I think you know Wilson is is he's on the he's on the, he's on a decline instead of the incline. He's on a decline. So I, okay. I'd, I'd rather Watson. Even when they were talking about all you know, who would I rather uh, Wilson when he was with um, with the Seattle Seahawks? I'm with I still you. I, I, I would take Watson. Him. Yeah, over I still Wilson. wanted him. Yep. Burrow or Watson? I would still go Watson. Me too. I'll go Watson. Steelers, there's no quarterback there. Right. <laughs> Baker Mayfield or Watson? Watson. Lamar Jackson or Watson? I'd still go Watson. Me too. Yep. Me too. Okay. Tannehill. Watson. Colts don't have one. How about um, the kid, uh, Trevor Lawrence? I still go Watson. Watson. Yep. Okay. So, right now, 13 13 out of the AFC teams. You're talking just, just, just that right there. Just 13 teams. And I haven't even gotten to the NFC yet here. Okay, I mean, just look at the market we're talking about when it comes to this guy. I mean, I mean, think think about where he. How many how many quarterbacks do you think that you wouldn't take over him? Aaron Rodgers. Yep. No, wait. Would you rather have Rodgers at thirty seven or a twenty six year old Watson? That's tough. Also, you know, we probably you know MVP. He still got some years left him. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. But I, man, I you know I I still I still have to go with with uh, I think he's the best quarterback playing right now. 
I seriously think that uh, Rodgers is the best quarterback. Even at 37. Even at 37. He's the best quarterback as far as arm talent and and how he plays and what he can do with the ball. There's, I don't think there is a quarterback that's better than him right now. Not, not Mahomes, not Brady. I think he is the best quarterback. A-Rod's the best quarterback. Okay. According to me. Okay. No, no, no. I got you. I got you here. How about let's do this. Let's do go over to the uh Cowboy the NFC. Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. 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 <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Carson Wentz, Watson. Watson. Daniel Jones, I'm assuming Watson, the entire Watson. division. <laughs> okay. How about how, hey? How about the uh, Rams, Stafford or Watson? Watson. That's Super Bowl winning Stafford. Super Bowl champion Stafford right now. Kyler Murray, Watson. Watson. You know, I kind of thought about that, you know, after we talked about it yesterday, man. That, that's, that's still an interesting trade, man. QB for QB. That's an interesting trade. I mean, that, that's, that's, I think that's definitely a possibility. It for is both, I, for both organizations. Yeah, no, no, no. Sending Kyler Murray to Houston and sending Watson to Arizona. Absolutely. Yeah, just flip flopping. Yep. Okay. So we we stopped at we stopped at the 49ers with Trey Lance and Garoppolo. I'll put both of them in there versus Watson. <laughs> Go Watson steal. <laughs> Seahawks, obviously, they don't have a QB. You take Aaron Rodgers, I would take Watson, but let's just go with we'll we'll call that a push. Okay. Vikings. Kirk Cousins, Watson. Watson. Bears, Justin Watson. Fields. Lions. Watson. Tom Brady, Watson. Tom Brady versus Watson, a 45-year-old quarterback versus a 26-year-old quarterback. I'm Who going still Watson. I'm still going Watson. Too, man. I take Watson. Tim over Brady because I can build for the next 12 years. Right. <laughs> Right. Saints don't have a quarterback. Falcons, Watson. Matt Ryan, Watson. Watson. And then the Panthers don't. So you're telling me the entire NFC, the only guy you wouldn't take would be Rodgers. That's the only guy. The only guy. And it's because he's the best quarterback right now to me in the NFL. 28. Football teams with one push, he's better than. Yep. Don't freaking tell me <laughs> you want Jalen Hurts. Don't tell me you want that. Your, now, I, your reasoning doesn't make sense. Well, let me because let me, I like his leadership. Whatever. Right, hey, hey, Dan. But listen, to this though. How much control do you think Watson has over where he goes? It, that is, to me, that's the billion-dollar question. I mean, is, it is he has totally a no-trade clause, or has he lifted the no-trade clause? What, what, what? I mean, I don't know the dynamics I, listen, of that whole situation. You, you t- here, let, let, me, let me answer it this way and tell me if you think this is how it works. You know as well as I do, when you shit on an NFL team, they're going to shit twice as much in you. Yes. And so this whole year, 
Nobody has peed in anybody's pond, and they've kept the litter box clean. Nobody has done anything detrimental to one another. The Texans never devalued him. And Hey, he's a nightmare. We knew all these characteristics. Nothing has been said like that. Right. And get right. this. All Watson's people have said they want to trade. They never said why. Nope. They've and that's big. Said- that's big. They never said why he wants to trade, but with the exception of them letting his his wide receiver go. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing they said. Even if they went like this, hey, I had a problem with you firing Bill O'Brien. Right. Even if they said that, those are football decisions. It's nothing character. It's nothing like, hey, it's a racist organization. Hey, these guys, the owner, man, they talked about the uh, inmates running the asylum. He made us feel like cattle when we – all the things that Andre Johnson and everybody else has said about the organization with the tenor and the temperature of being ra- – he's never said any of that. Never. He's kept it generic. I, I said that there had to be – hey, listen, if you want to go – to a place where you can win. You see, you got to look at it this way. Does Deshaun want to go to a place where he can win? Or does he want to go to a place for peace of mind? Let me right. tell you, J.J. Watt, in my opinion, going to um, Arizona, that was a peace of mind move. Right. That really wasn't. Because he could have went to Buffalo. He could have went to Green Bay. He could have went to San Francisco. He could have went to any of those places, but he didn't. He went to a – he went – and Barrett, some people go for money. Some people go for peace of mind. Some people go for standard of living and lifestyle. Okay, everybody's different than when they're going to places and picking a place to play. You know, when you got a ton of money in the bank, sometimes, you know, you're going for quality of life. And that's how people look at it when you're – some of those guys like J.J. Watt. So, to me, Deshaun Watson's got to go, why would he play in Miami? He wouldn't. Because the owner's too much of a helter skelter guy. The guy pulled the he pulled the floor out under from Mike Brian Flores. Brian Flores had two winning seasons in a row, and you fire the guy because he wanted to get Deshaun Watson in the room. And by the way, remember that Flores wanted Watson. That's why that talk kept going on all year. Greer wants right. to try to work on Tua. Yep. And you're like, okay, they wanted him to lose games reportedly, whatever. So I mean, I I, I look at it and I say. Without a doubt, shooting all fake news, Birdman says, shooting teams down. Hey, I asked Frank Wright. I asked him last night. Did you guys make a call? He goes, yes. I don't know about fake news. The head coach told me last night. <laughs> Who, I mean, Bruce Arians, did the Bucks take a look at, at Deshaun? We made calls. And the you Bucks have be. no room to put him in the team. Right. They still, but still, you know, looking at looking at just looking at a GM. Gotcha. Your job is to do that. Say it again, Barrett. I'm sorry. When you're a GM, you have to look at that type of situation. The only team that 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 probably didn't wink at them are are the what the Chiefs, um, Green Bay. Everybody else probably take a look at them. Maybe Buffalo teams, right? I mean, they they gotta take a look at them. They have to. But we we did the math here. There's there's like, I mean, you're you're talking three or four teams that wouldn't want that guy instead of the guy they watch this. 
You're not telling me you don't think Sean McVay would want Deshaun Watson as a quarterback of the Rams instead of Matthew Stafford? Of course he would. Of course, yep. He's 26. <laughs> exactly. So and they've the seen this right a proven now, product. Hey, We're not even talking. He's a proven product. We've seen what this young man could do. We've seen him orchestrate offenses. We've seen him go out there and have nothing out there and still make something happen. He has taken lemons and made lemonade with virtually nothing. Got beat up by a, a, an inferior offensive line and still have production. They let his best wide receiver go on Hopkins. All he was throwing to was was a, one fast guy, and, and everybody else were just guys, and still made the offense lack of a running game, and he still made that offense work. I like this Philly 559 topic. Let's do that. If he does come here, Watson, what will the expectations be in Philadelphia? That's a great topic. Barrett, let's hit on that on the other side and think about what the expectations would be. How about this? What are the expectations with Jalen versus Watson? Wow. We'll do that on the other side. Back in three minutes, Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, keep it here on the middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Back on the middle, Barrett Brooks, Filio. You know, I, I will take issue with one comment that Tom Brady made. It's unfinished business, Tom. What, 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 what business could possibly be unfinished in your resume? I well, mean, he, really? He, I mean, he, he's got he's got to win three more Super Bowls to so see all five of his all five of his, his, his appendages on his hands. Well, you know, we'll have rings on them. That's 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 unfinished. Barrett, I mean, unfinished business. The business right. is finished. Okay, the business is finished. You, you, yeah. you, there's nothing else. I mean, you want to come back and play. You don't have to say that unfinished. I mean, unfinished business, dude. You've doubled everybody. <laughs> it's over. Heavyweight hey. champion of the world. You get the belt. Well, okay? It's, You're it's almost like, yeah. Almost like he's just, you know, he's making a mockery out of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really, man, on, he's man. like the guy that you and I used to play against in um, junior football league or little bitty football. They used to run for 500 yards in a game, and you're like, damn, man. But you never heard from that guy ever again. Me and right. Barrett, <laughs> we had that guy. I always used to get to – hey, Barrett, I used to always get this guy when I went into bars. Yeah. I was a really good uh, – I was a third-team all-city guy, and then I got yeah. hurt my senior <laughs> year, and I'm like, I'm sure you were great. Hey, yeah, I know that you know you, you, you played – Miami and you went to the NFL. Yeah, was very lucky and to be part of that whole thing. And yeah, well, you know, I was uh, thirteen all look, city. Look, uh, he comes back in the champ- comes, city championship. I had hey, forty two yards. He hit you with this. <laughs> hey, and I'm sitting at the bar going, I bet you were wonderful. <laughs> Let me guess, it was an injury, right? <laughs> It was yeah, an injury yeah. that ended it. Yeah, I, I sprang, I sprang my eyebrow, you know. So yeah, man, we, I, I got a ton of those guys back, back in because I went to this prep school, man. Yeah, you know, so as I know, you know, I was really good at Pace University. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you know. Was it, did they play CW Post and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you must have played against Carson Wentz then. <laughs> Where did he go to school again? Oh, you had a bison. Okay, whatever, dude. I'm not drafting anybody out of North Dakota State. Bro, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. There's some hard-nosed kids up there, man. I I did the uh, the semi the semifinals for FCS this year for ESPN. Are they good? Bro, they are – it's a bunch of overachievers up Could there. Could they beat Temple? Yeah, they'll beat Temple. In fact, they beat wow. Kansas State. They beat Kansas State. Carson beat Kansas State when he was there. Yeah, they oh, were be better than I thought. Then, oh yeah, they're good, man. They're, they, they're uh, they're either one or two in the FCS every single year, and all the runbacks look like Tom Raffman's. Wow, you know, so I, I call it the neck. I call it the neck roll bowl. You know, that's what I call that semifinal. I call it yeah. the neck roll because yeah. all of them had neck rolls, and they were all, it was just physical football. They man. play it's, with neck rolls still. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Even some of the receivers have neck rolls. They're out trying to punish people, bro. Dude, neck rolls, man. I thought that went out like in the 90s. Roger Craig, you know, Ronnie Lott. <laughs> yeah, wearing that old school collar, you know. Right, right, right. I had one of them things on in high school, man. Them remember, collars, remember, you know. Remember, remember Howie Long? Howie Long, yeah. had, his was halfway down his back. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. trying to help. It's not hurting anything. It's not helping anything. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah, neck roll football, bro. Hey, man, listen. So I show up to Miami, man, and Jerome had nothing he 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 got the thigh pads, and he broke the the big the big pad and got that little plastic piece. Yep. <laughs> and he put and he slid it in there. And I've got all these pads on when I show up to Miami. And he goes, 
pretty padded up there, ain't you? I got my socks tied. He's got his socks cut. He don't want any. I mean, this guy's got no drawers on. He's just wearing a jock, and I'm going like, I got like underpants on, and I got. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here going like, man. And he goes, you got a lot of a lot of padding on there, don't you? You got one of them Donzi pads too, huh? I bet that thing weighs about four hundred pounds. I said, what's wrong with these Donzi pads? They look good too, right? They look good. They look good in a picture, and I posted it too on my Twitter page. I wore them for that. Those were those big ass Donzi pads. Yeah, Remember to yeah, think they were yeah, orange yeah. and black. Yep, yep. And you, you were, you were all that. You were, you were, the, you were the man if you had those like in high school because you know schools couldn't really afford them. No, and if you had those, you yeah. were that guy, bro. You were that guy. Yeah. You had them Donzas on. Drum, and, and Drum comes out. He's got these wide receiver pads on. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going like, why are you wearing that? He goes, man, why do you want all that equipment on you, man? It's going to be a hundred and five out. And I went. Sure enough, man, my first practice, I almost fainted. I had all that shit on. <laughs> Next day, I'm ripping shit apart. I had no knee pads. <laughs> I had, I, hey, I had no knee braces. I had nothing. There was just, I go, I understand what you're talking about. He goes, bro, it's 105, and I didn't even get to the humidity yet. Right, right, You right. wearing Donzi pads? <laughs> bro, man, I was like soaked. I, I remember I first got to uh, the NFL, and I, I'm looking at um, some of the D linemen. I look at, like, hand, Andy Harmon. Andy Harmon literally, literally just had there wasn't even a little pad underneath the, the the shoulder pad thing. There wasn't even a pad underneath it. It was just the the, the plastic piece, and his pads taped up. I said, well, "Why don't you have any pads on, man? We we bump, you know. This is, this is the line, you know. Man, we we're hitting each other, everything else." He said, "My objective is to not get hit. Number one, and number two, <laughs> anything that you can hold on to." I'm taking it off my jersey. I'm taking everything <laughs> off that you can hold to. And I thought about it. That's pretty daggone ingenious, man. You, I mean, it was like blocking. It was like blocking him with nothing on. Hey, you know man. what I'm saying? I hear you, man. I mean, hey, uh, you know what? Somebody said something, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna honor my boy Jerome today. There we I'll go. Do, I'll do Jerome today. All right. If Deshaun Watson, if he comes to Philadelphia, what are the expectations? You know what? I'm going to start off with the expectations for, for Jalen. Jalen. Okay. Because it's a lot more expectations for Jalen than it is if Watson comes here. And I'm going to explain to you why. With, with, with Jalen, all right, you're expected to make the playoff somehow, just somehow. You know what I'm saying? You know, hook a crook, you, you expect to make the, the, the playoffs. Number two, improve double-digit wins. You got to have double-digit. You won nine this last year. You got to win 10. So improve double-digit wins. Number three, improve offensive um, output and production in the air. We know what you can do at the ground, but now let's take that step. And what you need to do with that is read defense better, lead your receivers, and uh, throw intermediate routes better. In other words, throwing guys open instead of them being open and getting the ball to them. Those are my expectations on 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 Hertz. When I go to Deshaun, win the division. <laughs> Number two, deep in the playoffs. Everything else will take care of itself. I know he can do all that other stuff, but just two expectations: win the division and deep into the playoffs. That's all you have to say because he's going to click all those little boxes that Jalen still has yet to click. He's already clicked those. He knows how to click those. But his expectations are just to win the division and go deep into the playoffs. 
Before I get to responding to you here, it looks like the Falcons are now going to meet with Deshaun Watson. Wow. That's why, again, remember I told you that they dumped the money on Matt Ryan and they reworked the contract so that they could get out of the Matt Ryan business? Yep. He's now at $37 million. He's going to be moved. You know what? You know, you know what? Get this, Barrett. I think he's going to be moved no matter what. They'll go into the draft if they don't land Watson, and they'll still move him and try. And what they'll do is they'll do exactly what the Eagles did last year, eating that Carson Wentz money and yep. trading him for a high draft choice. I don't think you'll get a one for him. Adam Shafter, the Falcons have emerged as a sleeper team to acquire Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. League sources tell Morton Anderson and me the Falcons joined the Panthers, Saints, Browns as teams that have met with or are interested in training for Watson. More to come, ESPN. That's because more teams are lining up and putting their packages. I say that with due respect to people in front of the Houston Texans, okay? So, I mean, all right, so wait a minute here. What if Howie doesn't put a deal in front of the Texans? Hmm. How will that go over in Philly? That, that, see, I, I can't think like that because I know they were probably one of the first teams to put a package in front of them or at least lead them in that direction. They were one of the first guys to say, hey, we need this. Kind of the same way how they did um, for Carson and jumping up to, to, to pick number two for Carson. By the way, I think he's from Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Deshaun? Yeah, I think yep. he's from Atlanta, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yep. Yep. So that's that's um when you look you when you look at what's going on, I still don't see these teams. They can entertain all day long, but it almost would be stupid. It. You know, it, it, it'd be stupid for any team if, if the Texans don't go and accept the package from the Eagles because well, they have the most they, to yeah. offer. Get this. How do you not try to sell that? Say Deshaun says no. I don't want to play in Philly. If you're Nick Casario, you got to go like this. Deshaun, they're going to give us at least the closest we can get in market value for you. We've done everything for you. Okay? Everything for you. You've got to be in a position to help us too because, hey, you want to be ugly? You're fucking suspended and I'm not paying you and I'll keep your ass on that bench for the rest of your career. I own your rights. See, I, I think what people think is, well, your contract expires if you don't. No, bro, you got to play for that contract to get accelerated for yep. you in the years to count and all that. It's not like, well, you know, you're a basketball guy and that contract's guaranteed. If you don't play, your clock stops. Yep. And you sit there in purgatory. Yep. They'll still have your rights for they the entirety. Have your rights. You can't just go, well, you know, I'll wait a year, get out of my deal. And plus, you just signed that contract two years ago. Yep. Come on, man. And he hasn't even got it to the big money of the contract. And that's another thing. March 16th. It's, it's not like Deshaun made a whole lot of money leading up until his best year that he made money was last year where he made $10 million. He didn't make that money before. No doubt. And get this. <laughs> Do you know what John McClain tried to tell me? John McClain even told me yesterday that 
the Texans aren't going to get this deal done this week. And that they're going to have, this is why I, I'm suspect of what he was reporting. So the Texans are going to put a $40 million hit on their cap and then deal him. Right. <laughs> I was like, and I guess the cap hits 27 million. You're going to, you're going to absorb a 27 million cap hit on dead money where you have already one of the biggest teams in dead money. And you're going to add another 27 million. You're not going to have enough money to even sign your draft choices. Nope. So Mike, I mean, it, 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 the reporting coming out of Houston just doesn't make sense. And now right. Atlanta is in the conversation. Bro, it, hey, it, it makes sense. I just, I, I, I mean, it the doesn't team make sense with the to me. biggest hammer is the quietest team in the room. I don't, it's by I, design. Me, I take that as a good sign. That's a great sign. You know, you don't just go flashing there. Hey, look what I got. Look what I got. They don't want to give all the assets away. They're trying to be strategic. If they can get away with two first this year and a first round next year, they're going to try to do it. They don't want to just go up and give all three this year. So they have oh. to be very selective and very strategic on how they approach this whole situation. You don't want to just give up all three first rounders. That'd be stupid to just go in and just offer that off top. So why not try to get, all right, we'll give you two this year. We'll give you a, a second rounder or a third rounder, a couple players, as opposed to saying, all right, we're going to give you all three right now. And I, I just can't see it, and it doesn't make sense to me for them to do that. Watson and Arthur Blank have a personal relationship dating back to his high school days. And here's something to think about, too. Weren't they just trying to get rid of Calvin Ridley a couple days ago to the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're getting rid of Calvin Ridley. Why wouldn't you keep that guy if you're going to try to attract – Deshaun Watson, you've got the kid Pitts from Florida, who I think could be a great player. I think he's going to be. But take a look at that football team right now. There's more holes on that. You're not winning. You're not winning anything. Now, wait a minute. Cordell Patterson is Watson, gone. If you had Deshaun Watson, Brady's in that division, dude. Yep. But also, you got to look at this, man. Um, you know, they've already lost. You know, the, the wide receiver. He's gone for the year. He's got to reapply next year to see if he can come back. <laughs> yes, you have Pitts. And that's not a given. Right. Then you got Cordero Patterson. He's a free agent, so he's probably going elsewhere also. So who do you have in that offense? The defense is, is hanging on by a thread. It's just not an appetizing place for um, for, for a guy like, uh, you know, Deshaun to want to go to there. I mean, yes, they're going to be suitors for him, but he just doesn't – they don't have enough there to bring him in there. They don't have enough to offer Houston, like you said. Hey, by the way, I want to answer my end of that. Um, I'm going to put the same expectations on Deshaun Watson that I would for Aaron Rodgers. you got to get to a conference championship game. And, hey, I don't want the hat and T-shirt. Right. <laughs> I want a parade. You know what I mean? No question. I, I don't I don't want the, hey, the hat and T-shirt, man. That's great and all. But I, I want the parade. Like when you play in L.A. for the Lakers – you don't get the hat and t-shirt. You want the parade on Figueroa. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you want you, you when when you're in Philadelphia and you're Deshaun Watson, you want the parade on Broad Street. You know, you're not, you, you're not gonna sit here and go, well, hey, because in Dallas, you know what the expectations are in there? I mean, when I look at Dak Prescott, win the division. Right. Win the division. Right. Well, get this. If you're if you're shooting for the Sun Bowl, 
you're most likely going to end up in the toilet bowl. <laughs> okay. You shoot for greatness and you shoot for, you know, it's funny. I, I'll tell you a saying, man. I love this saying. My uncle had this saying told to him by Lombardi. My uncle uh, Lombardi was uh, the offensive coordinator back in the day when Robostelli was the defensive guy. Funny Landry was his uh, player coach then. And Lombardi used to walk around the locker room all the time going like this. Gentlemen, we're going to learn to live and we're going to strive all times for perfection. We are going to strive for perfection and perfection and perfection. We know full well we're not going to get there. We're going to learn to live with greatness. And that's the mentality you have to have when you got a guy like Watson. Exactly. Okay? You're yep. not shooting for the Sun Bowl, dude. Well, you, you know, you bring you're, him shooting, in. you're, that's you're pushing is. all them first rounders in. Hey, man, Super Bowl or bust. Ten wins, Baird in an NFC like this, that's a given with that dude. Jalen Hurts, my expectations would be this. Improve on what you did a year ago. Dude, just in reading defenses, okay? Could the Eagles take a step backwards because uh, they may play a harder schedule because they made the postseason? Um, yep, maybe. Okay, will there be a better book on him? You know there's going to be a better book on him. You know that the coordinators are going to know whether or not this guy's better rolling to his right, rolling to his left. Does he like to get to a point, get him off his spot? Is he more dangerous inside the box or outside the box? You know those guys are all breaking. You know those quality control guys now have a book on Jalen that, hey, don't let Jalen break the perimeter because when he breaks the edges down, that's when he creates more opportunities for the team to move the sticks. That's his strength. So you know what I'm going to do? Next year, I'm keeping that dude in the box. I'm moving him around because when you move him around, he's so short, can't see over the big D line, offensive and defensive linemen. That's going to create a hassle. Keep him in the box. That's how I'm going to play him next year. They call it mush rushing. This way they, they tell the defensive line to get up to a certain point and slow down right there and then collapse the pocket around him. You know what I'm saying? Don't give him no, you know, rush lanes when you rush all the way to the outside and then you keep a little, you know, you, you create separation between the guard and the tackle. Those are the lanes he likes to run in or he likes to throw out of those lanes. There are so many ways in which you can stop a quarterback. And defensive coordinators get paid millions of dollars to stop all quarterbacks. But when you have a special talent back there, it doesn't matter. Like, you got a guy like Brady. Brady sees stuff before it happens, so he's able to get the ball off. You got a guy like A-Rod. A-Rod's arm talent is so good that – he can throw guys open even when they're not open. He sees the field so quickly that he's able to do that. You got guys like Patrick Mahomes. He runs around, and then the speed that they have just compounds your, you know, your ability to rush the passer so fast and get there when those guys are running wide open on the outside. So you're, you know, you're thinking, all right, do we do we send a blitz or do we just play him back? You know, can we cover those guys once they get into the wind? Those are all things you have to worry about when you when you're thinking about stopping a quarterback with 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 going with Hertz, I mean, they're going to get, they're going to get a, a whole download of information on how to stop him. Even with that great offensive line. And Oh, by the way, that's a selling point for getting Watson here. You're going to be behind one of the best offensive lines. You, in fact, the best offensive line you ever played for. That's in college. That's in high school. And at the NFL level, you'll never play behind a better offensive line than the one you'll have in Philadelphia. And they have, only the eighth pick this year to offer. I mean, <laughs> come it. on, man. 
That's it. It makes ab- – so wait, I'm gonna, like I said yesterday, you're going to put Deshaun Watson on a layaway program? <laughs> and look, if you're Nick Casario, yeah, you know, we get a one this year. We get a one this year, and we get a one next year, and then we get a one the following year, and we get a whole bunch of twos and threes. Dude, here, watch this. Here's the Eagles. Here's three ones, Hurts and Malak. I'm just making I'm not throwing him out. I'm just making it sound good, so don't go after me here. Okay, Malata, Devontae Smith, the three ones, and Hurts for, for Deshaun. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, well, then you're never going to get market value, man. Well, that's that's what it is, man. And you'd cause... be building the team, Barrett, for the next GM and head coach. And that's exact Dan, that's exactly what you're talking about right now. When you're when these when when the Texans are approaching this, they're looking at this. All right, if we get these three first rounders this year, plus a couple of players that are good from off their team, we're instantly back in the hunt in our division. We can get some game-changing talent from this draft to put us in a better position to start winning right now. So why wouldn't you want to use those picks right now to turn things around for this team? And that's what they're thinking about right now. Hey, Kivo, you showed me a quote from Deshaun or his agent, Magala, where they said they're not coming. And I don't want to hear secondhand shit. (laughs) I want to hear it from him. Never said it. Never said it. It's not out there. It's... Inside sources have told – watch this. I can do it. Inside sources have told me Deshaun has no intention of playing in Philly. That's not a quote, dude. <laughs> That's lawyer talk. No, we're not supposed to be insiders. We are Yeah, insiders. right. I'm not – you know, I'm not an insider. <laughs> I just have hey, – hey, and Kivo, just like with Barrett and all of his contacts, I'm not really an insider, but I just talk to head football coaches every day <laughs> like he does. Give me a break, guy. He said he'd never come to Philly. Bro, when I'm trying to sell my house, I'm trying to get as many people possible to walk through the door and have an open house so you'll buy my house, my boat, my car. I'm not trying to sell it to four people. I'm never going to get market value for that with four people. That's why you're seeing, Barrett, more teams being added, okay, no, no, that's why you're seeing more teams being added by the hour. Well, it's Atlanta, going to continue. It's the going Browns, to continue. the Colts were told no. Come on, man. And that still don't mean that they're still not going to try. <laughs> right? Hey, hey, if I'm Chris Ballard, he's still the general needs a manager of the Colts. I'm calling them going, why? <laughs> right. <laughs> we need a we don't have a quarterback right now. If you're talking to the Browns. Oh, wait a minute. Indianapolis versus Cleveland? Have you ever been to Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, shit, man. <laughs> I've been to Cleveland, dude. Me too. All they have is you, I know. <laughs> Damn, Lake was on fire the last time I went there, dude. <laughs> now they have improved down there on the water. They got a Hooters on down there. And they can right, drink right. down there. You know, that little that, flats. that plateau. It's the flats. They call it the, the flats. flats. That's it. Yep, yep, the flats. Yep. That's Come it. on, man. Yeah, he ain't going to play here. Come on, dog. (laughs) We just – it's irritating to me, man, right now that everybody knows more than than 
you know, about Deshaun and Deshaun still not saying anything to anybody about anything. He's been very, very quiet. And that's not usually what and players so is Houston. Do. Right. That's not usually what happens during these these bad separations. You know, there's everybody's quiet. You know, I mean, the NFL is quiet. You know, Goodell's been quiet. Houston has been quiet. And Watson's camp has been quiet. When has that ever happened? Never. There's been mudslinging from all three different directions. And you see none. It, 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 usually you hear somebody's mom or pop. That's the player's mom or pop. Tom Brady's dad talked shit. When <laughs> right. Tom Brady's dad talked right, shit. Right, right. And you don't hear anything. How do you not hear anything from anybody's camp? That's I, I, I've never seen this before in my life. When have you seen that? I mean, not even a mom, not even a girlfriend. Like, 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 well, wife now, wife now with, uh, with, with Patrick Mahomes, he got married over the weekend, I guess, or last yeah. week, you know, yeah, and his, his freak show brother, man, I don't get it. He's like, <laughs> he's tweeted at me before. And I went, who are you again? And he goes, I'm Patrick Mahomes' brother. I go, of course you are. <laughs> I, I did. I go, of right. course you are, dude. Cause I have no clue. I've never heard of you. He goes, Oh, I've got more followers. I go, dude, you know how many people I've blocked in my life on my Twitter page? <laughs> I've got about 35,000 people I've blocked. <laughs> Bro, at least you, you I, I, I've got to use it, man. And I get in trouble for not using it. I don't even use it. You don't, don't use your check. Twitter? I don't use it. No, I don't. Man, I mean, you, dude, you have such a great insight on everything, man. <laughs> I didn't know that Aunt Bruce Arians was on the, uh, Butch Davis's staff. Yes, yes. And he was, he was pissed off. That uh that he had to trade me. He's like I, he comes, you know how you get. He, he, well, this 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 damn Canadian father, Who the hell is he? Who the hell is he? He was a hurricane too, and he stunk. <laughs> <laughs> I know who he is, man. I I did. Yeah, I I have problems with it. If you notice the Canes people, I have problems with. I don't say anything, but like. <laughs> like like tap and such. I'm just like you know, man. It's all right, man. All right. <laughs> Why wouldn't Watson want to play in Philly? Let's hit on that again. We kind of touched on that a little bit yesterday, but according to everybody, he hates Philly. Why? Right, right, right. Why? Where do you hear this from? Yeah, where do you hear this from? We're gonna hit on that. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, back at three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. 
That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Back in the middle, Barrett Brooks, Dan Silio. Hour number two. Zach Ertz is staying in Arizona, says he wants to win a Super Bowl, three-year, $31.7 million deal. Is he a Hall of Fame guy? No. No. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer guy. Just And, and it's, it's, it's not over anything personal. I just think that um, for a three-year stretch, he was one of the best tight ends in the league. And then his production fell off the last two years. Although it's about to spike up, now he's, you know, with, uh, you know, with the Cardinals and it got a little better, but it's still, you know, Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer means you just one of the most dynamic players to ever play the game. And I don't think he's that, you know, he's, he didn't have yak yardage. You know, he's one of those guys, once he gets catches it and once somebody touches him, he's going down. The real true big time tight ends are hard to tackle, hard to cover. He's hard to cover, but he's. He's easy to tackle, man. It's like you need to get in the weight room and start running, you know, get them legs stronger because he, after he caught it, man, and somebody hit him, he was always going down. No yak yardage. Is he an Eagle Hall of Famer? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. What he did in three years was phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. He was he was, it would not, he was in a conversation of being one of the best tight ends. He was the best tight end to ever play in Philly. And that's, you know, Keith Jackson. That's, you know, that's a lot of guys. Brent Selleck, that's a lot of good guys that play here. But he was like one of the best in the league at the time. You got Kelsey, him. Better than Carmichael? Kittle. Uh, well, no, because Carmichael, Carmichael was the real deal. You know, it's about a six foot seven receiver, man. Yeah, you know what? He, he was more of a hybrid guy. He wasn't really a, they lined him up out wide too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, he was more of a wide out than he was tied in. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he was a he was a he was a wide receiver. They, they he got in as yeah. a wide he was a wide yeah. receiver, yeah. Yeah, he was he he was more of that. Hey, by the way, it tells you a lot about where the Cleveland Browns are right now, too, Barrett. I mean, so you drafted a guy four years ago, number one overall, and you're out having a conversation today with Deshaun Watson. 
and you're you're talking about potentially bringing get this think about it for a second okay if the eagles are not in the conversation the browns surely are not in the conversation to land that guy the browns haven't won anything since jim brown <laughs> i mean i mean if you want to if you want maybe bernie kozar last time they've truly won anything right and you're going to try to tell me he's going to land in cleveland i mean look at the perception of what cleveland both wide receivers are no longer on the team, Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. I think that's a direct result of that guy's play. And I think that reflects poorly on him because quarterbacks, look at what Brady did with Amendola and guys like Edelman and Wes Welker, guys who were special teams dudes. Nobody thought anything. I think Amendola or Edelman, I think one of those guys were a quarterback in college. Yeah. Yep. And 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 they revert, they they um made him into a wideout, and guy turned out to be one of the greatest postseason receivers of all time. I mean Amendola was with the Eagles. He was just a return guy with the Eagles. That Wes Walker was just a return guy well, Miami. in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and he gets up, he goes up to uh, New England. Brady turns him into a hundred catch guy a year. I mean, it just shows you, I mean, but man, Baker Mayfield, the number one pick here. And this goes into, this goes into Philly here. You know, all the Hertz lovers again, I I don't, I'm not going to quantify by saying I like, you already know I do, but end of the day here, Cleveland's trying to upgrade. I mean, what is that beneath you to want to try to upgrade the quarterback position in Philly? What are you crazy? You got to get a guy in the room better than Dak, and you don't have one yet. And I'm not sure you have a guy in the room better than Carson. Who, who would you take, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts, to win a game? Right now, I, I'm I, I, Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm so down on Carson Wentz. I would go with Hurts. Um, you talk about is it close? I, yeah, it's very close. I mean, very close. I mean, because. It really I think depends. Washington's the favorite to win that East now. Yes, they are. And the reason I say that, Carson can play like all world for 80% of the snaps. 80, 80 to 85% of the snap, he can be all world. And that's 80% of the games. So we're talking, we're talking he could win, he could win 12, 13 games. He's that talented. But it's just that, 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 you know, that. 20% or 15% in which he makes a boneheaded mistake will cost you more than half of those wins. He can play all world for 80, 80% of the snaps, 85% of the snaps, but then he just makes bonehead decisions will cost him games in crucial situations, which alleviates and takes away maybe five or seven of those games that he was supposed to win. Games that he was supposed to be you know, the 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 heir apparent to being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he'll do that and just totally lose the game. So it takes you so that erases seven, five to seven games just from those mistakes. And that's the problem right there. Those mistakes are big time mistakes. And he and he doesn't have any accountability for it. He'll say, Oh, well, I mean, you know, I I'm, I'm I trust my guys and I'm just gonna keep firing it to them because you know I, I trust my guys to go out there and make a play. Stop doing that, bro. You know, it's not working. They're bad decisions. How about it's being reported now that the 49ers have passed on the chance to talk to Watson? They passed on it. Well, they had to. Well, they have still have Garoppolo. 
And <laughs> they gave up all that equity for Lance. Yep. They may regret that, dude, because both them dudes, one guy's paper mache and the other guy is one play tray. <laughs> I mean, I don't hey, he may be good. Okay. He may be good. Well, hey, one of these guys goes, Sills, are you kidding me? Wentz was not Wentz's numbers were ten times better than Jalen Hurts' numbers last year. Ten times. Don't give me the 945 yards rushing. I don't care about that stat. I care about the 10 TDs he accounted for. That because that gets it in the end zone. But I don't care about quarterbacks running. Look at the quarterbacks that were in the playoffs and won Super Bowls the last couple of years. Name me a running quarterback. Don't throw Patrick Mahomes in there, dude, because he wins games from the pocket. Okay? He takes off when he has to. He doesn't take off because that's part of his game to move the sticks. He takes off because – and get this. You think Andy Reid wants that guy rolling around in the perimeter to get the shit knocked out of him, running down the sidelines? Man, they don't even want that guy doing one-yard sneaks anymore because he hurt his knee two years ago. I remember that, too. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't want him even doing that stuff, man. I mean, are you crazy? All these quarterbacks today – Look at you think Joe Burrow could jump over rulers? I don't think so. He, that guy don't look. Now, now look, Josh Allen is a freak show. That's got a timeline on it too. It does. That's gonna does. have a timeline on it, man. If if Cam Newton, who's the biggest dude I've ever seen play the position, the biggest dude. I mean, he's tall like you, right? Yeah, he's six five, six six. He's taller than I am. <laughs> and you and he's like two sixty five, something like that too. And not fat. I mean, he's a pure athlete. We're talking about he looks like I swear to you, Barrett. He, he, big, he looks in. like he's bigger than tight end. Hey, hey, Barrett, I swear to you, man. He walked in. I thought it was Reggie White. <laughs> I was like, this guy's as big as he's as tall as Reggie. I thought he was a defensive end. Right. He and looks like it. they go, it's Cam. I went, What? <laughs> I was floored at his size. You Ridiculous. imagine him running in the open space with a 5'11 DB trying to get his ass on the ground? A lot of people made business decisions over him, bro. Boy, he, he – hey, I see that dude running at me, man. I'd be like, holy cow, man. I better close the gap on that guy because if he gets ahead of steam going, I'm ankle tackling this dude. <laughs> bro, he's he's twice as big as his running back. Twice. Dude, you see him how many times he looked over the old line. He's the biggest guy in the huddle. <laughs> Hey, would you bring him in as a backup if they end up trading Minshew away because he kind of fits the system? No. Or is it just too much of a shining star behind Jalen? Well, you know, I, I, it, I, it wouldn't have anything to do with Jalen. I think Jalen would outplay him, but I just don't I don't think that he has anything left in him. His arm is shot, man. I, I, I doubt if he could throw an accurate pass over 40 yards right now. He'd be great in the red zone. Oh, he'd be a monster in the red zone. You, man, he could be Cordell Patterson. He could play running back. You put some bigger pads on him. He's that big of a dude, man. Yeah, because he, he, he could be a situational he could be a situational player for them. But I don't know. I mean, I mean you know, Cam is such a star. And, um, you know, having a guy like that, I think Jalen could handle something like that. But, again, I'm not going to – I'm not going to have him. But he could start games for you, uh, Barrett. I mean, but he just can't – be your starter, if that makes sense. Uh, you know what? I hate this, man. I hate I hate the stream. I hate the stream right now. I hate my captain right now. I hate hate all these people reporting this. What? Randy Gregory to Denver. I, I said that. 
I didn't hear it, man. Yeah, I posted that yesterday that um, he would be the favorite to go wow. to uh, Denver. I posted that on my Twitter page. Wow. And if they let him roll out of there, Denver's going to be the first team up to sign him. And He's gone. He's gone now. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to put that up there. Big Sills right again. <laughs> hey, hey, Xander, do me a favor. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Xander says he I, – I, that's what I thought. Xander, I was going to say this. I can't believe that the Cowboys were able to get Gregory Ann Lawrence signed. He took it back and then accepted Denver's offer. What? Hey, hey, Xander, go go on my Twitter line. I um I I think I posted that that Gregory would be um um that Gregory would be the guy. Either I said Gregory or Lawrence because they couldn't. I didn't think they could keep both. Well, look couldn't. at this. No, five years, eighty-two million dollar deal with the Cowboys. Five years, back. eighty-two million. And he took the Bronco offer. You know why? He thinks he's got a better chance of beating uh, teams over with uh, Russell. He wants to play with Russell Wilson. Well, he wants to compete because Dallas is not going to be able to compete, man. I mean, did you see the deal Christian Kirk just signed? I did. Are you kidding me? And he's not I even did. the best. He's not even the best wide receiver free agency. I know, dude. See, but you you told me this, Barrett. Got to look at the. You got to look at the money. Okay. You got to look at the money. Five years, seventy million. The Cowboys offered. Oh, it's five years, seventy. Yeah, okay. five years, seventy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. But you, hey, like you said, I went like this. Fletcher Cox is not worth eight. Then I looked at it, seventeen three. I'm like, that's a going rate for a dude like that. Right. All right, that's dude. Let me ask you, man. Did you have any? Any apprehension when you played in Philly? No, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. Before you came to Philly. I didn't know anything about Philly, for real. For did real. you think, because of all the things that were said about the city, because I brought this up. Barrett, here, let's, let, let's, let's take a look at this for a second here. When you think of Boston, first thing you think of is what? Uh, Irish, I think yeah, of uh, say it. the say Irish it. Mafia. It was, there's another one. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of a little racist, too, bro. Kind of? Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, look, man, I love you, man. See, this I is got a, I got a tiptoe around it, man. This is not know. the same dude that played <laughs> when he was killing dudes. Okay. He's being kinder now. Yes, He's I have to be. nicer now. I have to be. I know. But, but how about this? Even if. Even if it's not, it's still a narrative. Right, right. And when you get there, people like like to play there. Da da da. da. Okay, Bill Russell had issues playing there. He, everyone knows the storyline. Boston. What's what's the narrative for athletes when they see Philly from the outside? Say you're Deshaun. Man, rough ass fans. Man. Yep. The narrative Holy is this. Shit. They man, move. these people are on your ass. You're ten seconds away, man. You're. Man, come on. I don't know, man. It's really rough, man. They can get in people's asses. Watch this, too. That Riley Cooper thing. Right. <laughs> okay. The, you know, well, okay. All right. They got rid of Shady. Right. 
all of that has to play into because if you're Deshaun, why wouldn't I want to play in the NFC East? It's the Tiffany division in football when it comes to television ratings. Yep. I'm going to be in the nation's capital. I'm playing the Cowboys. I'm in New York. I mean, all those games are front and center. Okay? Playing in the NFC South, Carolina. The Bucks are only intriguing because Brady's there. Playing in New Orleans. I don't know. It's pretty cool to play there. I played there a bunch of times. But, dude, I mean, when you play in the NFC East, you're on TV every day. Hey, how many times were you on national television when you played, when you were with the Eagles? Bro, I mean, all four, I think all four times I played on Christmas and Thanksgiving. You know, and it, those are big. When you're big playing games. on those days, when you play on those days, that's big. You know what I'm saying? I think I hit the holidays every single year that I played here in Philly. And then I went to Detroit. I got it two years in Detroit. One year with uh one year with uh Green Bay. And then um with the Steelers, I caught all the holidays also. So when you talk about big markets, TV markets for NFL, Philly being in the NFC East was definitely plus, you know, during that time period, there were like three Super Bowls that came from Dallas during that time. You know, a couple years before, and then the year. In 95, when I got there, won a Super Bowl. So, you know, you're definitely going to get the TV. Even as bad as the Eagles were year before last, when only won four games and tied one, they still last year played on a Monday night. Still played on a Monday night against Dallas. It's still one of the premier matchups, even though they don't like to, you know, they don't like to acknowledge it, but it's still a premier matchup to have on TV, Dallas against the Eagles. Man, it's it, to me. I, I I'm trying to figure out why you would say you don't want to play in well, Philly. So we haven't. I mean, we haven't heard that. No, no, no. You're dead right. No, I, I I have not heard that. I have not. Um, but you know, I, I, because like you said, the team with the most commodities and the most assets are the quietest team in the NFL right now. Yep. The Eagles are the quietest team. Okay. Hey, Hassan Reddick, congratulations. Great move. Okay? But that's not going to put you in the Super Bowl. No. Sean Watson's going to put you in the Super Bowl. Hey, I got a great – hey, this guy Fred's got a thought. You know how you made that comment about Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray going to uh, Arizona for Deshaun, moving yep. him? What if you send Watson home and you bring Matt Ryan over to um, to Houston? Gives you a fighting chance. A quarterback with some experience needs a new change of scenery. I mean, kind of fits what Lovey wants to do too. Right, right. I mean, that's he's always had a stiff back there, but somebody that can hose it. You know what I mean? Let me tell you, man. I, I, I'm concerned about Atlanta because Atlanta's his home. Right. You always. Want I'm to not home. really worried about these other teams because you they just don't have enough. But home could the South playing at home, he'd be the best ticket draw for Arthur Blank since Michael Vick. Wow. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Now, because of what happened with Vic, and plus you know this, that city would embrace him because he's from there, even with all the issues that he brings to him, that city's gonna embrace him. Okay. 
they wouldn't have a problem with acclimating him back into being, you know, uh, the darling of the NFL. They would kind of make wash all that away, you know, because that's going to be it's going to have whoever he goes to. There's got to be some some guys to put those fires out, man, because it, it, it's you got to be a city more accepting to, to to understanding his plight as, as you know, all right, I'm, I'm not as bad as you guys what you guys think I am. But I'm just, you know, but they still think, all right, you can help our team, so we'll let it slide a little bit. You know, I'll just say this to you bit. about I'll say this to you about Philly. The politicians are snowflakes. The city's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Your city hall is snowflakes. Your mayor sucks. Okay. I mean, he, he's terrible. Okay. But I don't think they represent that city. No. So no. which means this, you're gonna have blowback if Watson lands there by snowflakes that are in that city and you're going to have political people, uh, the me now people and all this other BS are going to jump in there. And the reason I say BS, he's innocent. And I go with that. Um, he's innocent. Well, you're the first okay. person I've seen out loud, say it and, and, and put it in perspective. I said he was innocent the day he came out. Cause wow. you know why? It just was too hokey to me. All of a sudden, he asked for a trade, and 22 women come out of the woodworks and all of a sudden say, I, I, I posted it. My wife was concerned because I posted it. I go, I don't believe it. I think it's a setup. Wow. And I, 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 I listen, I'm not saying he didn't do anything with these women. Right, I'm just right, saying right, that right. I think the criminal activity was, I, I, I never believed it. I never believed it. And I from the day one I posted that you go back and you can look at my timeline. I think it was a setup from day one that it was and get this. You know, I always was thinking to myself, I thought it was the organization that kind of set this up on him. But I I I've taken that back that the Texans, because the Texans have behaved wonderfully this last year by paying him. They had him activated. Um and they they never said anything negative. But this stuff came out of the um, out of the woodworks, and I was just like this. I don't believe it for a second. I and, and I never did. I never went down that line of this too, Barrett, with Watson. Well, you know that something's going to happen to him. I don't know that yet either, because my contention would be firing back at the NFL with the NFL Players Association, who are freaking weak. Yeah, yeah. I would fire back at D. Smith and go, you better get my freaking back. Okay, because I'm innocent in a court of law. You're gonna what are you gonna what are you gonna suspend me on? Innuendo? Because, what, because you didn't like me talking to um massage therapists and I was doing dirty things with them. Bro, <laughs> obviously, according to the law and the district attorney and the grand jury, that's not you haven't broken the law. <laughs> now, is hey, is he a freak show? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I defend these guys, man. Oh, that's right. I forgot I'm a racist. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's, isn't that funny? Yeah, I, I, I've defended him since day one. This is ridiculous, man. We. This should have been this should have been way farther than where we are right now. I mean, this is this is this is a travesty that the NFL is still yet to, to say anything about it. You know what I mean? 
It's, 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 it's how is this happening? You know what? I mean, you're right. What is the Players Association doing about this? Because they need to make a move. They should have been made a move, and 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 and, and came to his defense. They've said nothing. Also, I'll tell you what I do too with these chicks. Okay, you want civil suits? I'll pay her ass off. Here's the money. Take it or leave it. Okay, <laughs> take it or leave it. Here's a hundred grand. Go away. I'm gonna give you a few money to go away. Here, here you go, honey. Go away. I got 38 million coming to me on the 16th. I right, think I could right. pick up, you know, I think I could pick up 2.2 million of that. Here you go. Whatever it is, right. just go away. Confidentiality agreements, go away. I want to go play now. Have everybody a nice time. Give me a break here, man. Give me a break. You know what? That's right. Birdman, speak the facts here. Not what, you know, again, Lonzo Harris, not what you know, it's what you can prove. Right, right. Hey, well, you know what? He had all these accusations. Really? You know how many things I've been accused of? The only thing I haven't been accused of, I think, is murder. (laughs) (laughs) And I I really, I mean, everything. People take 2% of what I say, and they come up with this narrative. I told you this before. I effed up a couple. You notice I'm not dropping the F-bomb because my aunt gave me a bunch of hell for it. I mean... (laughs) She said I said it too much yesterday, so I have to stop doing it, man. You're such a she's, bad influence on me. But my aunt hears you, man. <laughs> and she's like, man, Barrett doesn't say the F word. He's always really – his mom's on. He goes, well, I'm on. Right, 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 right. My mom would say she'll tell me too. Why? Duck says Cilio killed someone. No comment. <laughs> she said, maybe I did, maybe I did. <laughs> Hey, Kevin, Italians from Connecticut or aristocratic Italians? How you doing? <laughs> Where are the Eagles, man? Come on, Bear, kick some ass, man. Well, bro, I, I, I've been I've been making phone calls. I've been calling I'm gonna, players. I'm going to text Sirianni. What is going on? Well, look at this. I've been calling guys on on the Eagles team, and nobody knows anything. You know, I mean, I would, and these are legit guys, legit players that that feed me information on a regular. And they've heard nothing. Nothing. No one How is that? It. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fight song, bro. That hey, is man, the fight that's song. a merit badge. <laughs> Michael Irv, hey, <laughs> Manscaped Big Sales. Now, I've, what's his name told me, uh, Xander, be careful with the uh, weed whacker. He said, man, you might drop a kuyan if you, like, get a little close there, man. I mean. I've really looked at the like the head of the thing, and I was like, I don't know, man, because you know me right it's now, little, man. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I could see over the the midriff here, you know. So I mean, I'd have to use a mirror, and that gets to be kind of the Sean Watson freak show stuff. <laughs> so I might be a little nervous. So I might have to put a mirror on the floor. <laughs> you don't want to draw blood. Bro. I really don't want to see that. You know what I mean? I, I'm not. I want to have some breakfast later, man. I don't know if I can use the weed whacker to eat breakfast. Bro, I mean, that's this. See, and you guys got on me. They got on me, man, because I was, I was telling them about one time I went to uh, um, Jamaica. And no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on it, man. But you know, I went to Jamaica, man, and, and um, we was on. Uh, it, it was hedonism. That's what the, the the resort is called hedonism. In fact, it was hedonism too. And uh, I go eat breakfast, man, and lo and behold, this is guy and he, British dude, man. Uh, you know, it's like levels. You know, I'm sitting down here at this level, and he's on this level up here, and he's politely reading the paper. We're in hedonism too, so you only know how that is. Naked people running around everywhere. 
So I'm sitting down and they bring my food to me and I, I, I turn around and like my, my table's right next to, you know, the next level. And I look over and this dude has nuts this long sitting, eating his breakfast, looking at reading the paper. I'm like, come on, bro. You need to cover them up, you know? Hey, man, I think I'm in. Oh, my God. I got a story just like that, Gary. <laughs> no, not about nuts, though. Hey, hey, the big, hey, watch this. So my birthday, we were in Philly, and it was Sixers and Celtics. My boys go like this. They go, they go, hey, let's go to a bar and have a, let's go to a bar and just celebrate big sales. It's your birthday. Yeah, man. We're in there, man. Everybody's having a great time. We're drinking around. This dude bumps up to me, goes, hey, man, you want to dance? I turn and look at him. I go. Yeah, man. We're the chicks. The guy goes, yeah, no, no. You want to dance? And I'm going like, I go, we're the chicks. He goes, no, with me. And I went, I looked around the room. I go, I'm in a gay bar, dude. <laughs> and I'm going like this. I'm going like this. <laughs> okay. Hey, one last one here. So we're playing in New Orleans at the Sugar Bowl. We're at a bar. These women were great looking. We're sitting here, man. We're all drinking, having a great time. Jerome's sitting with me. We're all like, it's a great time. Sitting on our laps. We're getting hammered. You know, hey, it's getting time to close in, you know, at 2.30 in the morning. It's our last night out before we have bed checks the next day. We get up. Bartender comes over to me and goes, hey, big sales. Them ain't chicks. And I go, do me a favor. Don't tell my friends. <laughs> I went like this. Don't tell my friends. <laughs> I go back to the table, man. They go, come on, man. We're going. I go, yeah, okay. Yeah, you let me know how it works out at the train table. The next day. So, dude, I go, I go, hey, I, I go down to the train table the next day. Jerome's waiting for me going like this. The bartender stopped us at the door, man, before we walked out. And he told me, he told you. I said, shit, I must have forgotten. He goes, right. That's New Orleans, yeah. man. That's New Orleans, man. I can, hey, well, by the way, maybe at that heating place, maybe they were Deshaun's balls you were looking at over there, man. <laughs> Let's take hey, a time out. <laughs> He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Cilio, Back in three here on The Middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. The middle, Bertrick Stancilio. Um, Duck, you're right. Cowboys don't like Skip Bayless. I don't know why he assumes they do. And why he's some insider? You know, Troy Aikman has hated his filthy guts because he made, you know, the assertion that he was gay. And I think I told you this, Barrett. Right? What happened? That, well, here, Skip Bayless wrote a book, and I'm actually in this book. It's it's about the White House and all this stuff. Oh and, yeah, I remember the White House? And um, I was and, there one and, time. What? I was there one time. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I was, uh, it was my rookie year, man. We was in the playoffs, and uh, we got snowed in. We got snowed in uh, from Philly. There was like three foot of snow my rookie year. In fact, after we beat uh, Detroit, we flew out of there, and we practiced down in Florida. And then we went to go play the Cowboys, and they beat us up in the second round. But we couldn't fly back because it was – I mean, it was like six foot – I mean, uh, three foot of snow, and we couldn't fly back in. So we were down for two extra days. <clears throat> and L.A. – and El Gato took me to the White House. You know what I'm saying? Listen, so un, un, hey, I saw stuff time. I shouldn't have saw. Hey. Saw stuff I shouldn't have saw. Hey man, fun times and <laughs> a lot of fun times. And I enjoyed it. And I will tell you that so Bayless wrote a book and he made the assertion that Troy Aikman was gay because he never saw him with a chick. And everybody in the Cowboys, Barrett, knew. That Troy was dating one of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders because he knew her from college when he was at Oklahoma. And nobody said anything because it was against the rules. Right, right, right. And sold books with the notion that Troy was gay. And it was like, it was really, really ugly. And that's why you've never seen Aikman an undisputed or you've never seen Aikman around Skip Bayless because he just absolutely can't stand the guy. And the guy comes up with these lies. I saw something the other day when he thought he said this about Jerry Rice. 
you know, Jerry Rice never really made spectacular plays. And I was what? like, this. <laughs> he, uh, he, I was like, are you, cr-? he was comparing like Amari Cooper or CD lamb. And I was like, Haas, Jerry Rice running through the tunnel in the Meadowlands <laughs> in a playoff game. <laughs> and people are chasing his ass. What are you talking <laughs> about? Rice was so spectacular. By the way, please hit the like button, guys. We've got a lot of people on. We'd love to have you guys watch it, share it a little bit later if you missed any part of the program. So, hey, I got one for you here. Who's the favorite to win the NFC right now? And where did the Eagles fit in that? With Jalen. They're middle of the pack right now. I, w- I would have to say they're middle Seven? of the pack. Mm, yeah, probably around there. Yeah, round seven. Um, even with Jalen Hurts being there, um, it's just it's just, it's just easy. It's easier to go through the NFC East than it is than any other division. So that's why I say they're right in the middle of the pack, and they'll be round seven. That's why I say they're likely to make the playoffs because of that. Okay, um, so that means then that the Bucks, Rams, Packers. Are probably your three-headed horsemen in the East or in the NFC? Right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Deshaun's on the Eagles. Do do they make it a foursome? They'll win the division with Deshaun. They'll win the division, and the likelihood that they make it deep into the playoffs is very real. Then, very, very real, because when you get him, you, you're going to bolster with the money they still have. You, you're going to bolster up, you know, any by any means necessary more weapons for him to go out there and throw to. I mean, the, the defense will, you know, they'll, they'll take the back seat then. But with an offense led by him, you're more likely to be on the field more. So it kind of, you know, balances out, you know, the equities you have it um, at, <coughs> on the defensive side of the ball. They just don't have it on the defensive side of the ball to really compete. But if you have a quarterback that can keep them on, keep the offense on the field, you put your defense in a better position because if you get up early on teams, now they can pin their ears back and go out there and rush the passer. So it's kind of they, – they run hand in hand. That defense will get better just from the offense being as good as they could be with Deshaun being back there at quarterback. How about this? Okay, look at the Cowboys, how much they've been weakened. You lose Cooper. Mr. Cilio, you're not even racist. I know racism. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Mom, you know what, mom? I'm going to talk to you personally. Oh, that is my mom's in it. Okay. Mom, let me tell you what I did. You tell me if this was just dumb. My, my wife says, you know what my wife said to me, Mrs. Brooks? My wife goes like this. It'd be a gosh dang shame if it ended like this. I went just like this. Jonathan Vilma, this kid, Corey Finnegan, who was a DB, was multiracial and someone else I forget and I think they were three black guys and I went like this and I called my daughter monkey my wife kept doing this stop doing that you're gonna say it on the air you're gonna say it on the air and people are gonna give you an ass over it sure enough 745 I go like this I don't care man Buccaneers need to sign those three monkeys just like that that's what was said my PD walks in the room Within a matter of 10 minutes, because the Bucks had called. He goes, did you say three monkeys? I go, I think I did. 
Now, get this. My board op slash producer should have dumped it, but he didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. He let it go on. So it means he wasn't paying attention. It was the dumbest thing I've done in broadcasting, if I could ever have that back. But what my company did was, because they were negotiating with me at the time, Clear Channel, I was trying to get a $500,000 deal, and they didn't want me to have that deal. So then get this, three weeks later, I was signed by QAM in Miami because they knew I was going out the door, and they wanted to tar and feather me out the door a racist. I was on the air, Barrett, within a matter of three weeks down in Miami on WQAM, and they, they, they did it on purpose. And so right. that thing has followed me. And, you know, people in my business and in the podcast business now, it's, oh, it's never the listeners or the great fans. It's always the people in my business. Silly, oh, you're a racist. And I'm like, you don't know me from a can of paint. You don't know my friends. You don't know the people that I have gone to battle with. Like, you know, I was just telling you about the thing with Deshaun Watson. I never believed it because I've always thought black players are covered differently than white players. I've always thought that black coaches are covered differently. I've been a proponent for the fact that we don't have enough college football coaches that are African-American and not at Buffalo or Eagle <laughs> Creek University. I'm talking like Notre Dame and places like that. When Ty Willingham got the Notre Dame job, I was thrilled because it showed diversity. I'm glad the guy now Freeman that's there, but yeah, that's the story on it. That was the story on it, Mrs. Brooks. Bro, bro, and she would, she would, she would, she would definitely tell me, bro. She was definitely tell me. She, she, she's been and and dude. I mean, I've had to negotiate um, with with people that you know go back and forth with. Oh, I'm not, but you know, I'm not, but you know, I know I have a, a lot of black friends. You know, I got three black friends. Well, the, if you know how many black friends you have, then you yeah. might be a racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've had to, you know. I don't have black friends, Barrett. Barrett, I don't have black friends. I have friends. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, so it it doesn't matter to me. But at the end of the day, you know, that's that's life today, bro. That's that's life today, man. So, I mean. Seals are going fishing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, my my captain, he's a racist. if, (laughs) If you're not a fisherman, he hates you. That's his racism. If you're not a fisherman, he hates you. That's the big, that's the only thing he can be racist about. This dude is like my brother from another mother. Hey, Captain, let me tell you my life. Let me tell you. You got to be a fisherman, though, because if you're not a fisherman, oh, he's not dealing with you, bro. He's not dealing with you. Hey, not dealing with you. Captain, let me tell you my life on the water. I'd get up every day at 4 30 in the morning with my pops, my grandpa, and we'd go pull 250 lobster pots every single day. No, every other day from um, April until beginning of October. And in that time frame, I'd be clamming. I'd jump on the moving sandbars in Long Island Sound. If the lobster pots got caught in 20 feet of water, guess who was diving down? (laughs) I was doing all that. I'd be out there for hours and hours. And on the other days, my pop and I would go flounder fishing. And we just go catching flounder, blues, blacks. I don't really like the blacks. Oh, hey, I'm a racist, I guess, because I don't like blackfish, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we'd get the scoongeal and all that stuff, and then I'd go clamming. Then we'd go uh, blue shell crabbing. Um, I'd go out there, Barrett. We had this little, like, inlet in uh, where I lived. It's over near, like, Vince's place. And I'd go over there, and I'd get 
this rubber tubing and I would put it around. My grandpa would put it around the garbage uh, pail and we would sit in there and I'd have a little net and I'm scooping up the blue, um, the blue shell crabs. And I was raised on all this stuff. I had scoongeal, clams, lobsters all the time, man. This is what my Italian folks, my, my folks, um, they have the time they spoke Italian, the other half they spoke English. It was just a great life, man. I loved, you know, people go, you weren't raised by your mom and dad. I was raised by really great parents. Right, 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 right. Great parents. We had just a fabulous time. Okay, get this. I reported earlier that uh, the Niners passed on it. Well, it must have changed their mind. 49ers are now set to meet with Watson. Wow. Where are the Eagles? Are you are you serious? Where are the Eagles? The 49ers have two quarterbacks and they're meeting with them. Now they're I'll flying out you, to me with a right. I'll send out you there. Trey Lance. I'll send you Trey Lance. I'll would you send him Debo Samuel? Here it is. Deshaun Watson also meeting with the Niners per league source. I told the Saints. Remain the front runners based on trade assets. They don't have trade assets. Who is this? And their desire to acquire the 26 year old superstar quarterback. Decision likely by tomorrow. I, I, I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, where are the Eagles? Right, right. So the Eagles are sold on Jalen? No. I doubt that seriously. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt. Realistically, that this is all smoke and mirrors. And Deshaun will probably, and before Friday, I believe Deshaun will be um, in Eagle Green. Whoa! Before Friday. Xander. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. Before Friday, he signs with the Eagles. Because they've been the quietest. Yep. And that usually, that's usually what happens. I, I, I don't know if happens. I disagree. Wow. I mean, why are they? And when they're saying they're meeting with them, that's just the teams, team execs flying to Houston and meeting them in a hotel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all for show. To me, it's just all for show. How could Deshaun, you think that Snowflake City is going to accept Deshaun Watson? <laughs> with the thing? Come on, man. Come on. Who's going to score the men? Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> oh, yeah, here's my guy. I know he's had a couple issues, but, hey, we'll overlook it because he's playing for the Niners now. <laughs> there's no way he can, man. I mean, there's no way. There's no way he can go there. They don't have enough trade assets, number one. They don't have enough. Were they? I mean, just like you said. I, I, they gave it up to Miami. Right. Are they rental? I mean, is it going to be a, a rental deal? All right, we'll pay you this and this, this, this. We're leasing. We're going to lease Deshaun. We're going to wait for these other draft picks. You say you wanted three. We got one this year, one next year, and one a year after that. How about this, though, if you're San Fran? I'll give you Trey Lance. I'll give you Nick Boza. I'll give you Debo Samuel. Mm. Now, see, you're talking – you're talking different now. And I don't think that these players, they, number one, they would want to facilitate that type of trade just for those players. 
I don't think so. Okay. How about Trent Williams, Nick Boza, Trey Lance? And a now, one. Now you, Do they you have pick, a one this year? They pick you pick my you pick my interest now. Forty ers do not have a one this year. Nope. So, dude, you're on the layaway program again. Yep. Leasing, leasing to own. Francisco can't give you a one. Leasing to own, and they're still meeting with them. That's just them. That's just wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. You don't have a one to give to San Francisco this year. You're gonna have to go like this. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to put a quality player on the board then. It's got to be Boza. A couple quality players. Yeah, a couple quality. Yeah. Because yeah. you gave first-round picks away to Miami to get up in that three-hole or in that two-hole, wherever they took them. Dude, we're fucking Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> the team with the most – Where where are they? Got me, man. I mean, we haven't heard anything. And and he hasn't spoken out openly about it. Besides what he said, you know, um, you know, we you can't you can't sit back and you have to be proactive and remember when Howie said we have to gamble? Yeah. Hassan Reddick? No, that's not it. I mean that we're we're talking about Deshaun. Deshaun will be an eagle, man. You know, write it down, take a picture. Deshaun will be being part of a three way trade. With who? San Fran. As long as we as long as we get Deshaun. How about if we got Trey Lance? How about I still don't want Trey Lance? I want Deshaun. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't want that dude either, man. No. I'm with no. you too. I don't want that dude. I don't dude want a prod I don't want a pro I got a project here already. I'm trying I'm starting to think that there's gonna be multiple teams that is gonna be part of this. I'm because some of these teams, look at the Saints, like you said. The Saints have to use another team like the Giants' assets to make this happen somehow. You've got, if when you don't have assets, you use other people's assets. Well, who do they have? They got Kamara. They have, uh, all right, they got Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Cameron. Uh, Cameron on the other side, defense. Yep. They have Lattimore still there? Lattimore's still there also. Yeah, you have you have to bring some you have power. when you don't have those, you've got to go like this. Okay, who's a team that he doesn't want to play for, but has a ton of assets? And you're gonna have to if to move the guy, because look, let's just say he doesn't want to play in whatever. That guy John McClain saying he doesn't want to play in the north and he wants to play in Atlanta, what have you. What's Atlanta gonna give? A 36-year-old Matt Ryan? Okay, and 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 what? Are you gonna give um Pitts? So the kid means, you just got from Florida? So well, hold on, let me ask you this then. Do I'm trying see, to figure out who's good at Atlanta. So do you uh if you're gonna go with a three three point team trade, do you um say do you send Garoppolo to Philly? Yeah. Deshaun like that. that goes there. I mean, something like that. Something like that. I can't see, I can't see that. Because we could trade for them right now for that. They yeah, would why take, do I need Houston? Take, yeah, why exactly. do I need Houston? Right. 
It's, Why do I need sense. Houston to get Jimmy G? I could call up John Lynch and make that call right now. Look, Double Zero said we're getting Lance. I don't want Lance. <laughs> Watson or bust. If I don't get Watson, then I'm good with just staying with Jalen. I'm Jaylen. good with Jalen. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with Jalen. I'd rather have Jalen than Trey Lance. Me too. Me too. I don't, I don't know what he is. Another project. And then we'll we'll be behind us, we'll be behind the sticks two more years. At least we're, we're we're getting we're even with the sticks now. We go with him. We're behind the sticks another year. We got to develop him. When Jalen's already developing, he's always in a position that you know he's getting better. He's an alternate Pro Bowler. Yeah, yeah. Ravens sign safety uh, Williams for five years, seventy million dollars. Th- this the number of these guys are getting these days <laughs> are ridiculous. Our numbers are just you. Hey, Barrett, you you're right. Look at that. You're right. You have to put things in proper perspective now with money that's being thrown around the league because yeah, I'm acting like it's my money. <laughs> but but you're also going like this. Shit. Well, guess what, man? That's running rate right now. Yep. Yep. You know the cap at 208.2. Next year they're talking the cap going to 226 million dollars. Wow. You're gonna look at quarterbacks. Watch this. That Patrick Mahomes deal in the it's next couple of years. Yeah. Maybe a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Carson Wentz's deal. Did everybody in Philly think that was a big deal? Yeah, we thought it was a huge deal. $28 million right now is what his deal is. That's nothing now. That's, that's under market. That's way under market. Value. 29.7 is the franchise tag. <laughs> more than what he's making. <laughs> right. Kirk Cousins wow. makes more than that. I'll tell you what, man. That guy's the greatest bank robber in the history of the NFL. Him and Sam Bradford. Him Dude, a, I've never seen an $88 million. Um, he got an eight, $88 million um, guaranteed contract for four years. Guaranteed. He guaranteed. made every single penny of that. Guaranteed you money. Your, you see what Trubisky just signed for? No, I didn't see it yet. $7.5 million he'll get for two years. Like over, he'll get seven point five every uh, for two years each year per year. A backup quarterback who was on the Bills is going to make seven million dollars a year, almost eight million dollars a year. Bro, that's ridiculous. Mitchell Trubisky, and by the way, that's seven times what Jalen makes <laughs> as the backup quarterback. As the well, so well, Chase Daniels, he's going to start. Yeah, but Chase Daniels, Chase Daniels, when he was backing up with the Eagles, he signed a twenty-one three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal. And made two years of it, $7 million for two years. Can you believe that? Thank you, Mom. $7 million. I like your mom. I know she's trying <laughs> to get to heaven. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Miss Brooks, my wife, believes in having a gun on her side, too, for everything. She thinks that. My wife, I told my wife about you. My wife's like this. See, I told you, man. See, my wife thinks you have to have a gun to camp to go to the grocery store. To golf, to go anywhere, she believes that a pistol should be on her side at all time. She believes that, bro, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. So does my wife. My wife subscribes <laughs> to that too. She goes, "I got the pistol pointed out too. That I like to have you go after and get me." I'm like, I just don't know, man, because I'm a little nervous. Because sometimes my wife likes to watch a lot of them murdered her husband movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, my daughter's my test taster, and you know, I mean, in case I'm being a toolbox. 
You know, I asked my, my daughter, hey, try that. Tell me what you think. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you've been married for 33 years like that, dude, it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be an ending somehow for me. I think that could easily be it, too. Try this. See, my right. wife, and I hate when she does it, too. It's like when we get a corona, I'll go. She goes, well, which one's yours? I go, well, does it really matter? And she's like, well, yeah. And I go, why? <laughs> How come you gave me the beer open, too? I didn't see you open the song. <laughs> I go, what is that with you? I go, come on, Kim. I mean, I, you know, we've done some things here, you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing I haven't seen or done, right? <laughs> What's up with the open bottle, man? What do you got to count with that? What's the problem here? All Bro. right, so tomorrow. What are we thinking here? Well, I'm thinking um, we'll be even closer to uh, we'll be even closer to to Watson um, signing with the Eagles. In fact, it might happen tomorrow. It might happen tomorrow. I love Barrett doing this, man. Way to go, dude. Way to go. I'm with you, man. It's gonna happen tomorrow. Totally. Bro. I'm totally with you. I'm hey, buying in. I'm buying in, bro. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm buying, buying in, in too. I'm, I'm buying in too. Hey, I appreciate it, everybody. Thank you so much, Barrett. Thank you for having me in here too again. Yes, sir. Dude, we have a fun time here. Please like the show. Watch the show a little bit later on till tomorrow. Yeah, we're 300 people watching. We got to get more likes, though. I get that, man. Hey, afternoon, too. National football show. We'll catch you in the afternoon. Yes, sir. We'll see you on the flip side.